Hi, I'm Connor Curran, and you're listening to Current Events, about the next generation in politics. In this series, we'll be talking about how youth can be involved in the political world, even though in our Constitution, we are not allowed to vote. There's a surprising amount of ways that you can be involved in the political world. You can get involved within your student council, you can persuade your family members why the issues that are important to you matter. You can campaign for a political candidate that has the same beliefs as you. You can organize marches. The possibilities are endless here. But there may be setbacks to being younger. And those setbacks are adults not taking you seriously, not be able to get venues without adults. But all you need is just one adult to believe in you and your message so that you can go and conquer your passion. And that's not a hard thing, most of the time. You just have to be confident in what you believe in, because if you're not confident, you're not ready. And it's okay not to be ready. Some of us need some time to cultivate how we do things and how we advocate for not only ourselves, but our peers around us. Because in reality, it really does take a village. The more people you have supporting you in your efforts, the more likely the adults are going to take you seriously and going to listen to you. The first thing you want to do is be knowledgeable about the topic you're advocating for. And once you have researched, you are now ready to go out and change the world. Not really. You can't change the world like that. But maybe, if you're lucky enough, you'll get a law made or a law changed. Another thing you have to remember is that you cannot give up on yourself. And it's okay to ask for help. Many of these movements are not done alone. They are a group of students going out and creating change together. Emphasis on together. When you go out and make change, you're out there making change for your peers. It does not matter if it's a school board policy, a county law, a state law, or a federal law in Congress. It still matters because it still affects people. And often when laws are made, they forget to hear the people. So you have to make sure that the people are heard, not just your generation, but your area. Because most of the time, your area is going to be rooting you on and cheering you on to go and make change. And if they don't support you, there's always student leaders on social media that will have your back and will support you. We are all here for each other because we are all trying to do the same thing. We are all trying to create a better tomorrow today. And that's the beautiful thing about this generation. We do not stop. We persevere together. The beautiful thing about this generation is that we listen to each other. We will compromise because we know that if we don't compromise, then there's going to be nothing at all. Like that we have seen in this Congress and past Congresses in the years past. And we've watched that. And that's not what we want. Because we know that the other side of these policies, there's people. There's people to have to follow those policies and these regulations. And we have the opportunity to create real change for them. I feel like a lot of our generation is paying attention to climate change. Where some of the older generations are not focusing that on that as much. And when it comes down to the end of the day... If we don't focus on climate change, there's nowhere for us to argue, for us to live, for us to be, to exist as human beings. 
And if that's not concerning, then I don't know what concerns you because that concerns me not only as a student, not as only as a young person, but as a future father for my kids, my grandkids. And it saddens me that there are people out there that don't believe in climate change when scientists proven it, that there are scientists out there collecting the data, seeing the water levels rise. That's why we must protect our environments as young people. Now on to my next point, how to lead with passion. There's not one way that leading with passion looks like. It's really different for everybody. But it all comes down to the basics. You have to speak with genuality in your voice. If you don't say with genuality in your voice, people are not going to believe what you're saying. You also have to pull out statistics. If you have those statistics that prove what you are saying, you're going to be a lot more credible. It also helps if you have a base of supporters. Because then, it looks like that people have chosen you to get behind. But always be yourself. If you're not yourself, then in reality, you are not the one leading those people. It's important for you to be leading those people. And sometimes that's not for everybody. That's not a skill everybody has, and that's okay. And if you don't have that skill, find someone who does and help them and support them because they're going to need that help. Now, when you're talking to your legislators, there's a specific way that you have to bring up certain topics, especially if they're controversial. It's never you against me. It should never be that way because that is not how a productive conversation happens. When you talk to your legislators, you should try to make the problem personal. Have a personal story to go along with it. And you should use the hook, line, and sink method. You should hook them in with a personal connection or story and then explain to them why your bill that you're advocating for is important. And then ask them how they're going to vote on this bill after your conversation. Even if you don't get the answer that you want, Tell them thank you and have a nice day. Because maybe if you're lucky, they might go back and reconsider their vote. But if you're rude, they most likely will not go back and reconsider their decision. When lobbying for a cause that you're passionate about can get difficult sometimes. But you have to remember, there are good people in politics. There are people who are going to listen to you. It's important to know who supports the issue that you are passionate about even if they are not your representative or county council person or board of education member. They actually might be able to help you. It's important to lead with leaders, not followers. That's how change is actually made. It's important to have followers helping you on the ground level. But when it comes to actually leading, you need other leaders to help you and lift you up. If you don't have that moral support of your friends and, and your fellow leaders, then creating change is going to be tremendously harder. That's why I'm involved in my student government at the county level. Because we all work together for a common purpose, even though we don't agree on everything. They are my second family, and I'm proud to say that. We all know what it means to be a leader, not only in the classroom, but in the real world. And that is very important to being a leader in today's world. One thing that we always do is have a mindset that we are just not ourselves when we are speaking to elected officials, but we are the 83,000 students that we represent. And we know within that population, 
includes our friends and our family. And personally, that keeps me going. Because I know when I'm up there talking to legislators about school safety, that my little cousin's going to be safe. That my best friend is going to be safe. Because these policies and these budgets are so much more than votes. They are reality for us. Because at the end of the day, if the policy is not there, it's not going to happen. If the regulation's not there, it's not going to happen. That's why personally I'm so invested in policy and making sure that our young people are represented fully. It does not matter how old you are. It does not matter what school you go to. It does not matter if you're already in college. We are fighting for everyone because that is the right thing to do. Being a leader is not just for yourself. It's to benefit the people around you and your community. Being a leader is also about supporting other leaders, having each other's back and testifying right along them. The more you lead and the more you advocate, the more well you are known and the more credibility you have as a leader. And don't forget, when you lead, be yourself. Be the leader within, not the leader without. Thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen to my first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. In future podcasts, I'm going to be interviewing other student leaders that I work with to see what leadership means to them and if they have any tips and tricks for you, the listeners, when you are trying to be a leader yourself. I hope you guys can check out my social media to follow me and what I do as a leader in Anne County, Maryland. And please feel free to message me with any questions that you have about leadership. Also, shout out to Loon Magazine for letting me do this podcast. I am incredibly grateful for them and their support. Also, if you have suggestions for topics for a future podcast, please feel free to contact me and to let me know what your ideas are. Thank you. Have a nice day. You can campaign for a political candidate that has the same beliefs as you.